0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good night!
1: Welcome to Carcast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndre, here with Bill Goldberg. How are you, sir?
2: I'm, you know, again, different with my podcast setup as I don't have my iPad, so I'm not using my sound and, uh, equipment that made it a little bit better last week but i'm I'm doing what i'm doing
1: but it's getting better and i see you in the room you got a lot of uh the art up on the walls and i'm um, working on some sound deadener for the ceiling i know you've <clears throat> excuse me you've got someone in to coming in to finish it up so we're getting closer and i appreciate actually i got some messages from uh, people uh, from listeners and uh the Appreciate the effort being put into this, and uh, as we do as well. So it's coming together. It looks good. Um, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna. It's it's gonna shape up pretty soon. Shape up pretty soon. But
2: <clears throat> be bad. Uh,
1: this week, I'm gonna chat with Adam a little bit about the car commercials that were on the Super Bowl. But I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it as well. So we only really had four car commercials: uh, Jeep, GM ram and kia um i i kind of want to talk about jeep for a second so jeep jeep did this they're the commercial was okay they're promoting the jeep wrangler and the grand cherokee plug-in hybrids um it it was fine and i get they're pushing the technology and they did this you know they they did it based off of you know the music and they're having a little fun with it and a little bit of the off roading and and it I mean it didn't do anything particular for me as far as commercials I'm not picking on the vehicles the vehicles are fine I uh, can't wait to try them out I'm just saying for a Super Bowl commercial you'd expect something a little above and beyond do you have to do you recall the G- well, let's just take a quick look at it. Ben, why don't you just play we'll play the commercial real quick? You guys can listen and I'm sure you can find it all online or YouTube. But let's give a let's give ai <gasps>
0: Yeah.
2: Nice. Sure got the boogie. Yeah. gotta
0: get this party started. what me? electric slide? turn back outside. the and the dance nice. So boogie
1: So, uh they're playing electric slide, they're off-roading, they're they've they've got animals dancing to the music and I, kind of funny, I the goat at the end definitely reminded me of of Wanda's Zoo <laughs> cuz those things keep jumping around and when she talks to them. So that was kind of funny. Uh the product looks interesting. It's a it's a fun little play on you know promoting those vehicles. Uh I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't think any
2: of them were worthy of Super Bowl commercials by any stretch of the imagination. But um, I, I get what they were trying to do. I mean, it, it was fairly entertaining. I mean, it, it wasn't bad. It, it just it didn't it didn't move the barometer at all. If you ask
1: me, yeah. So the the GM commercial, GM partners with Netflix and they sign a deal that uh, GM is going to be the exclusive provider of EVs for. Their original TV shows and movies, and the commercial was GM's going to provide these for Netflix in the ones that make sense. So you know, Will Farrell's running around and he's like, "If it's a zombie show, it maybe makes sense. If it's Squid Games, it makes sense. If it's Stranger Things, it doesn't make sense because it takes place in the eighties or or whatever." So I, you know, I, a little more creative. It had more of a theatrical feel to it, which is on par with with Netflix. Uh, interesting though because hey what 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 better way to spend seven million dollars on a on a on a commercial is to split the bill with netflix between netflix and gm assuming that's how it worked out financially right
2: as far as as the business end of it i think they were the ones who won out
1: yeah um the ram commercial i'm gonna get into this with adam as well because he's gonna have thoughts about it but I actually thought Ram in, in in the car commercial world, Ram was the winner. They promoted the their EV, uh, the Ram fifteen hundred Rev, which is their electric pickup truck. Uh, they make fun of, you know, a premature ejaculation ED pills, and the the joke is premature electrification. I thought it was funny. I thought they did a good job. I think it's kind of on par with with the, the lighter sense of humor that Dodge and Ram has done. Absolutely. Um, you being a part of that for sure. The, the, the Santa commercials and having the, the, you know, the, the muscle car, Santa and the mayor of Muscleville. And like, they all did it with a sense of humor and you got to be a part of that. So I still think, even though this isn't a Dodge commercial, it's Ram, it, it plays to that overall comedic strategy.
2: No question. Right? No question. I, it was a great commercial. <laughs> I,
1: I thought it was funny. Honestly, I thought it was well done. It's funny because um, uh, Adam didn't notice the commercial right away because it, the comedy isn't really it, – it's subtle. It's visual. It really just looked like a, a pharmaceutical commercial, right? And and it, you got to watch it and you get the subtleties. So why don't we just go ahead – And play that, too. Ben, hit this commercial for us, please.
0: Are you excited
2: about buying an electric vehicle but worried that it could leave you unsatisfied? Then you could be one of many Americans concerned about premature electrification. (laughs) Symptoms may include fearing you might not be able to last as long as you'd like. There was plenty of charge before. Sometimes it goes away.
1: A lot of times.
2: I've been working a lot. Being unsure (laughs) if you have enough power to handle your payload... I don't know if I got the power for this baby. I'm adventurous. I like to go all the way. I don't want to have to question if we're even going to make it.
0: Yeah. It's a
2: concern. Lacking the confidence about
1: getting and being able to keep a charge.
0: Having to stop every time we got really excited, that wouldn't work for me. Stop. Start. Stop. Start. If P.E.,
2: premature electrification, is something you're worried about, go to ramrev.com and find out if the Ram 1500 Rev, with options being designed to extend range in satisfying
1: ways, is right for you.
0: Stop. Start. Stop. Start.
1: <laughs> okay, so funny. Right? It's it's original. I mean, it's funny. They did a good job.
2: Yeah, they just better deliver.
1: <laughs> I said, that's the whole point of the commercial. <laughs> they better deliver. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the vehicle. What they're doing when they're saying electrification in, in these different ways is the way we understand it is the Ram 1500 rev is going to have a range extender, a gas engine range extender. This isn't a plug-in hybrid in the sense that like – it's not the gas engine powers the vehicle and the and the battery gives you you know twenty miles of range up to a certain mile an hour. This is not that it's the opposite. Flip that scenario. Wait. This is an electric vehicle powered by electric motors with a big battery, but then a small gas engine, who knows what it's going to be one cylinder two you know i don't know uh, a, a small gas engine with probably a, a small fuel tank, and th- its sole purpose is to charge the battery when it needs it. So maybe the battery is, uh, you know, given the size of the batteries, maybe it's not, let's say, a 300-mile EV range, and it could be, uh, but can they fit a small fuel tank to get it an extra, you know, 100 miles of charge, and can you do it on the fly, which, which this is very interesting to me because – um, You know, driving the Ford Lightning, I like it, but yeah, like over the holidays when we wanted to do the road trip, we went to Arizona and went to Vegas and back to California. Uh, we didn't do the trip because we didn't trust the ability to, you know, the charge network. Uh, we knew there was going to be long lines uh, and, you know, we're not yeah. quite getting the range that I, you know, we were told the 300 miles, but... No,
2: you only need one of those reasons not to... Back right,
1: but if i didn't have to stop to charge it or i did not nearly as often and instead just topped off the little fuel tank and that gas engine was my onboard generator to charge the battery then i'm basically bringing the battery charger with me uh oh, which is which is certainly appealing um so that's kind of the direction we all believe ram's going to go in that being said uh little disappointed with the production version of this truck after they showed us the concept ram uh with kind of the 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 great kind of eyebrows above the fenders and the flared fenders and uh and it's like they kind of gave us a cool looking concept truck and then they you know they launched a production version which is basically just a ram 1500 with with a battery in it now i get it that's what ford did but ford didn't present us the cool-looking concept vehicle ahead of time, right? Like, we're here's some pictures that we're looking at of the concept, and it's really like the side profile, those like beefy fenders and uh, and you know the the whole look to it um, is yeah. There's there's like that's kind of a cool. You see that eyebrow going above the front. Uh, wheel opening and the rear wheel opening and it's got a little bit of a a, a flare to it and it it makes it look more aggressive and and for an ev truck that's a cool looking truck and i get the i know people are gonna go yeah but the cab it looks kind of a little weird and the bed's kind of weird but then they open it up and the cab extends into the front of the truck and i don't know i just think it's i don't know what's your thoughts on it my I feel like the production version, it'll be fine. But man, we kind of got cut short. Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, and you, you hope and pray that, uh, that that Dodge doesn't do that with the Banshee.
1: With the Banshee, but I mean, you know, they're like, oh, here's the all electric Charger, and it's got the cool arrow wing in the front and all that stuff. But we kind of know that it's going to be a four door, not a two door, and
2: <laughs> oh,
1: it's going to be a four. Yeah. Yeah. So- Right, because it's the charger, and if they do a challenger version, then then you know maybe you know there could be something closer to that. But we know that Banshee was not production ready. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, you know, I we know now that the Ram EV concept is not (laughs) wasn't production ready. But I guess part of the issue is. It seems like they released the concept version of that Ram just like 10 minutes ago. And then the Super Bowl commercial came out and it's completely different. Had they teased that thing, you know, this time last year, then you you can. You know, and then we got some sort of subtle hints over the course of a year of, oh, it's going to have a little bit more production version of this, and they're going to add the side, the the bed storage, and all that stuff. I'm like, all right, we we get where you're going with this. I mean, look at the the original concept of the Bronco. That one's a little long in the tooth because that thing looked cool as shit, but that was like 15 years old, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, so anyway, there's there's some thoughts on that. There's definitely some thoughts on where they were going. I, I thought the commercial was hilarious. I thought they did a great job, especially in this kind of day and age where comedy is canceled, <laughs> you know, and to you're 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 worried about offending people. I think that commercial was was on par. It was funny. They did a great job. There's no misconstruing it as, you know, how dare they say this and, you know, that's not what comedy is. It was straight up meant to be a parody for for what it was worth. Uh, The other commercials that were popular, you know, know, Will Ferrell and then they had, uh, you know, the Clueless commercial and then they had uh, the Ben Stiller stuff. It's all good and it's fun, but they're doing that thing where they're like, Hey, let's take the big actor. Let's throw homage to some of their film roles and we'll do it in kind of a funny way to pitch Pepsi, for example. But there was like three commercials with that same strategy. And, yeah, but uh,
2: that's popular over the years and people, and, you know, three companies, you know, were sheep and followed the lead and then the others went the other direction. But you know, yeah, you put you put parody, you put animals, and you put uh, what you know a famous actor or actress, and you have a Super Bowl commercial pretty much, right? Yeah, you so. do.
1: That's what you get. That's what you get. Actually, Kia took a different direction. First of all, Kia was the only car company that didn't promote an EV, and yeah. Kia's commercial "Binky Dad," which is the dad going back to get the kids pacifier. Uh, yeah. um, Good. I thought that was good. It was fun. It was original. And then you kind of didn't – like if you missed the beginning, you didn't really understand like what was going on and then you do at the end. And there's a good little punchline for it and this is a cool vehicle uh, to, to do. Um, ben, we don't need to watch this one because I don't think there's a lot of dialogue in this one. I think the one was just him kind of stressing out and driving around with a good little reveal, a little punchline at the end. It was, I thought so too. It was good. It was funny. Um, that being said, apparently there was a football game as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yep. I, I, I uh, this is where you and I differ for sure. I'm not really a football fan. I had no equity on in the game as far as who was favored to win. Um, but that being said, I thought it was a, f- a, a very entertaining game, very close, and, uh, and and well done. But I, I had no stake in like was that a good call or was that a bad call. It meant nothing to me, so I just watched a good game
2: it's like watching an auto race but not having, you know, a stake in the game, not caring about one of the drivers or one of the manufacturers, right? You just want to watch it because of the value of the game and it's entertainment. So now we'll talk about entertainment. I thought Rihanna was freaking horrible.
1: Yeah, I I wasn't a fan. It was fine.
2: I mean, I was disgusted
1: by it. That's all. Let's just yeah. say that. It just so. seemed, I don't know, it just seemed kind of boring. It was, you know, I get it, you know, it's exciting no. for her and that's the miles the
2: understatement of the year, man. It was I thought it was disgust. I thought it was horrible. But,
1: but look, I'm not um I'm not a country music fan either, but Chris Stapleton singing that national anthem was on point. That dude was good.
2: Well, he didn't grab his crotch every 15 seconds.
1: <laughs> no, he didn't. He grabbed his guitar, but I he just he just had a great He, he was good. Well done, well well prepared. Just great rendition of that song, uh, without making it super over the top and hanging out the note, and you know, without doing it like like a Christina Aguilera style. I, although she's yeah. great, but I I thought he did great
2: without making it about them. That's all. Yeah, just performing it in a in a in a you know a really good way. Period. End of story. Doing their job to the fullest and not make. So I told you. Uh, I found all these magazines, right? So there was one thing. I'm just going to touch on it real quick. I found like a box of 1966 to 70 uh, hot rod magazines. But the but the cool thing was, Mr. Mustang, was in 1967, on the, the, the cover of this, it says, build your Mustang to 460 horsepower.
1: Yeah. We're still doing I mean, that. I actually the new ones are 460.
2: <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's pretty strong back in the day. That
1: right? is strong. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to flip through these things, look at the old commercials and advertisements and the engine brake. I mean, everything is pretty damn cool. And I actually flipped through one of them and found a a uh, article on the lawman.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, fantastic. You got that thing in a bubble, right? <laughs> no question. You got it in the bubble. Um, let me tell you guys about O'Reilly real quick. O'Reilly Auto Parts, they have their O Rewards program. It's O'Reilly O Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. You can shop in store or online to get points and rewards sent straight to your phone or your inbox you can get two, three, or four times bonus points on selected purchases to get you to your next reward level even faster. And you can receive a $5 reward for every 150 Overwards points that you earn. If you're already an Overwards member and you're not receiving your rewards, just add your email or your phone number, your mobile phone, to your account and you'll automatically get a $10 reward just for updating your existing account. So you definitely want to do that. Uh, sign up is super quick and easy. You could just go to O'ReillyAuto.com or you can sign up in the store. It's O'ReillyAuto.com is where you want to go and check that out. So it's the o Rewards program. Yeah. We appreciate those guys. Welcome back to the show. We had them on a while ago, but uh, yeah, it's good to have them back. Um. Little bit, a uh, little bit of uh, of uh, card news. I guess Ford's having some issue with the lightnings on the assembly line. There's uh, some kind of battery issue, and they have stopped building F one hundred and fifty lightnings temporarily until they figure it out. Which is interesting because they're saying it's not affected the existing cars. And ones that have shipped out to dealers is not the issue there's something going on now that they're finding the issue at least that's what we're being told. who knows <laughs> we'll see <laughs> <laughs>
2: number one and number two it'll make your car more valuable. your truck more
1: valuable uh <laughs> potentially yeah potentially <laughs> it will um, uh so i I guess there could be some delays in, in orders on that um The other thing I thought was kind of interesting is uh. This started on TikTok, I believe. TikTok, uh, people on TikTok found ways to very easily steal certain Kias and Hyundais. And they're just jamming something in old school, jamming something into the ignition, the key, and turning it. Uh, somebody figured out even like the old like USB plug, like you can jam it in there and turn it. You could do it with a screwdriver. Uh So they did a little digging, reached out to Kia Hyundai, and it turns out um, they don't have the ignition immobilization on there. You know, like somebody turns the key, but without like a chip or something in the computer to trigger it, it won't start. And they literally cut that out of the vehicle uh, to save a couple of bucks. Yeah. They did it to save a couple of bucks. And it's getting to the point where I think it's State Farm. I forgot who, but one of the insurance companies, maybe more than one, has refused to insure these cars because they're so easily stolen.
2: That's hilarious.
1: Uh, And TikTok's having a field day with it. Um, uh, So Hyundai, Kia said they're going to have a software update. They're going to be able to fix this. They're going to roll this out for free. But this is not an over-the-air update. You're going to have to take your car into the dealer to make it happen. And as a bonus, once they update you car, your car, you get a free little sticker that put in your window that says, this car's been updated with the new anti-theft. Hopefully, that deters people from from even trying to steal it because they're going to be breaking into your car and stuff. So... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's like getting that yard sign. It's like protected by Simply Safe or whatever in your yard. I was like, by the way, how many people just put the sign in there and don't have the alarm system at all? I don't know if that helps or not. But
2: uh, think going on uh, for a lot of money on the on the black market.
1: Uh, you could do the uh, the Goldberg alarm system where you fence in your property and you sit on your porch in a rocking chair with a gun, <laughs> old school Yellowstone style.
2: There would only be one version of it though. I I'd be places at once.
1: Yeah, right. Well, they got to pass through they got to pass through I don't know how many how many animals first. So, both uh, State Farm and Progressive confirmed with CNN that they are no longer writing policies for some Kia and Hyundai models uh that were between 2015-2019. So, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Now, to be fair, I don't think they can drop you if you're already insured. They're just saying if you buy a used Hyundai or Kia and then you go to insure it, they're going to go, they're going to say no. So you're going to have to go to, uh, I don't know, somebody else, Geico. That
2: should make those worth a lot of money.
1: (laughs) Well, you got to get the fix. The car is unsellable without the fix, right? You got to get the fix. Still. Um, Okay. So uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on real quick was when I was at Barrett Jackson, I got a chance to poke my head into this Cadillac Lyric. This is Cadillac's EV SUV. Um, pretty cool looking. I, it's, it is cool looking. Uh, the interior was was nice. Um, I, I thought they did a, a good job with it. Um, you know, all the specs are coming in pretty decent. They have the – the single motor two wheel drive version. I think it's about three hundred and fifty horsepower. The dual motor is about five hundred horsepower. It should be about three hundred mile range, maybe a little bit more, three eleven, three ten, somewhere around that. Um it seemed decent size. It's not a tiny, it's not a big, you know, escalade, uh, but it's it's a decent enough size that it it could be comfortable for, you know, for Bigger dude like yourself, um, but I think yeah. it, I think it looks good. I think it's interesting. Um, I, I, I you know, there's not the super sporty version of this thing, so don't expect a black wing. You know, uh, I don't think it's going to handle and perform that way. Um, I think it's meant to be just a little softer and just be sort of a nice luxury vehicle. So maybe. It's going to lack a little bit of the driving dynamics that some of the Cadillacs have been pushing. And by the way, Cadillac doing a successful job of moving the average buyer to a younger age bracket, right? Especially when you get into the into the the V Series cars and the Blackwings, like they they they're doing a good job with it.
2: Styling of this,
1: yeah, it's it's a good looking car. I saw. Craig Jackson's black wing over at Barrett Jackson too, you know, because he's got like a CT5 black thing, and he was hot rodding around the country on his little road tour uh, as, as well. So, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting, right? Yeah, wish it was bigger. Yeah, I, I, my guess is they're they're going to step up to something a little bit bigger. They're they're going to end up with. A, you know Escalade uh when the Silverado comes out right the the EV Silverado um that platform is going to make way for the bigger SUVs like uh like Escalade and stuff um in <laughs> the meantime man i've been hearing some of the videos of that C, uh, of that V series uh Escalade that thing sounds badass that's a big truck but that's just like uh, I mean, good for them. That's a little bit out of the dodge playbook. We're like, well, before we have to go to EV, let's just throw as much horsepower and the least gas mileage as possible into this thing, and it sounds fucking cool. <laughs>
2: i tell the shit out of them.
1: I think I I absolutely agree. Again, as we get closer to taking away something, uh, we want it more, right? And I just think that that thing is going to be uh, is going to be a uh, badass. I I. I understand they're going to be a little hard to get. There's probably going to be markups and stuff on them that probably aren't worth paying because that's how we feel about markups. But
2: here's the de- here's the deal, though. You can take something. You can you can say that you can take something away and you want it more, but it, it, that doesn't affect us because we'd want it anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, we want it anyway. Yeah.
2: That don't that only affects you know uh, you know the normal people, but you know over-the-top renditions of, you know, these vehicles. Shit, I mean, there's no – even if they weren't taking them away, we'd want one anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I, I totally agree with that. But um, I think it's a good idea for them to go, hey, let's, let's get the big badass Escalade before we launch the EV Escalade. That way we have an opportunity to, yeah, swing for the fences and uh, appeal to a, l- a little bit different audience – while they are still allowed to while the government allows them to
2: allows you to do a lot of things you can satiate the people that have been asking for it for so long that that are buy, been buying your brand and you can bring more people to your brand so i mean shit i'd I'd be in the market for one
1: yeah that it's it's interesting because that that definitely feels like an s u v that that appeals to you personally. Uh- Yeah, you know it's it's big. It's got tons of room. You could throw a bunch of gear in there. You know, it's got the ride height. It hit the dirt road, and it sounds badass. It's got power, and you and me, you know, you'd be just be scratching the surface. There's no way we can leave stock stock. No, no.
2: (laughs) God knows what what you know where you can take it. So,
1: um. yeah, so uh I think uh I think we're going to cut things a little bit short today uh, as we said we've um it's been a, a very busy day in the studio as Adam runs out to do live shows uh in Baltimore, Florida and all over the place. So um we're trying to jam, you know, two, three times as many podcasts into uh into the studio today. So I apologize a little bit shorter show, but also uh I'm I, next week I think we're going to get a little bit closer to the Goldberg Studio. Oh, yeah. Um, All right, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Until next time, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital Production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com.